a little bit of history can really lend a significant meaning to our tefillos, and specifically the tefillah of um, Unesana Tokef. This is a presentation in the Motivating Melodies series that we've been producing this year at Beth Jacob. Um, a thank you to Jonas and Gavant and Dr. Ari Leifer and the rest of their team. They've put out some fantastic and really moving recordings of different parts of the tefillos of the prayer services on Yom Rhyme. And uh, this, my, go- my goal here is to present some background explanatory remarks and um, some in-depth analysis of these tefillos, of these piyutim, these poems and pieces of liturgy, so that we can develop a deeper connection to them. The first one that they released is um, Ein Kitzvah, which is the moving, um, uh, stirring march uh, that we sing before Kedusha on Musaf services, both Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Um, however, when I started to look into Ein Kitzvah, I noted and realized that Ein Kitzvah is just the end of the piyut, um, perhaps the most famous and most central of all piyutim, all liturgical poems that we sing on Yom Rhyme, and that is the piyut of Unasana Tokef. So while in this forum I'm not going to be going into the line-by-line explanation of Unasana Tokef, I will be focusing in a little bit on the words of Ein Kitzvah, but it does lend a significant um, insight into the moving nature of Unasana Tokef to understand the background. So the first piece is to understand that this piyut is very old. Um, one of the more traditional sources of the origin of this piyut is found in the Orza Ruah. The Orza Ruah was Rabbi Yitzchak ben Moshe of Vienna. Uh, he was the Rebbe of the Maharan Mirotenberg, and he lived in the 1200s in, uh, in Germany. And he records the story of the origin of this piyut. Um, it's found in the bottom of your art scroll, Machzorin. You can read it there. And it's really most appropriate to be read on uh, Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur itself. But just the basic outline of it is that it was written by a Rav Amnon of Mainz, Germany. Um, it's an amazingly moving story of uh, Rav Amnon's terrible fate af- after he refused to convert um, to Christianity. Um, and after suffer- suffering terrible punishments, he composed Unasana Tokef, and with his last breath um, on Rosh Hashanah itself, he was led to the podium, uh, led to the bima, and he recited Unasana Tokef before he died on Rosh Hashanah day. A few days later, the story goes, he appeared to a Rav Kolonimus ben Meshulam, who was a great st- scholar at the time in Germany, and he revealed the liturgy to him, and he asked him to please disseminate this to the rest of Kleistral. And that is the story of how we, uh, are, how we are Zoha, how we merit to have this beautiful poem. So if you want to talk about the dating of this poem, that would mean that since we know that Rav Kolonimus ben Meshulam passed away in the year 1096, that means that the latest that this could have been composed would be the year 1096 which would make this, um, you know, about a thousand years old or so. Um, and that's very moving. But there's the plot thickens. Um, I'm going to discuss one more step and one more insight as to how old and significant this period is in the next recording.